What does people forward banking mean? At ST, it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel good, give back, make you smile campaign that will have you saying, This is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lolly here with Matt Williamson. It's a Thursday here in Pittsburgh. The Steelers getting ready to play the Buffalo Bills in uh, in Buffalo in on Buffalo. Sunday. I want to say yeah. Ralph Wilson Stadium. I don't think it's Ralph Wilson Stadium I'm anymore. Certain it's not. Some of these places, you, that's is. just what you call them. Yeah, it's yeah. the same. I, okay, whatever. <laughs> right. um, anyways, so the uh, Steelers injury report coming out for th- today, just uh, released a little bit ago. Uh, Deontay Johnson added with a hip issue. That's not expected to hold him back at all. Okay. Uh, that's Mason, new. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was limited today. Mason Cole limited with a foot issue. That He's was new today. Due, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, both expected to play. Good. Uh, Cam Sutton with the groin and hamstring limited. Levi Wallace with the foot limited. Terrell Edmonds with a concussion limited. Minka Fitzpatrick with the knee limited. Uh, Chris Wormley with an ankle limited, Cam Hayward with the ankle elbow limited, but all those guys trending in the right direction. And then, of course, Akello Weatherspoon with the hamstring did not practice, the only Steeler to not practice today. He's the one we know is going to be out. Yeah. And the other ones, sounds like it'd be a little bit surprising if they missed. Um, Edmonds is, you know, concussions, you you never know. You haven't heard of any setbacks. No. You don't, it's hard to say, oh, he'll be fine. Right, yeah, you just don't know. Right, right, right. Okay. On the Bills' side of things, their injury list is still pretty extensive. Uh, Christian Benford with the hand, cornerback, uh, did not practice for the second okay. consecutive he day. He plays a lot. Yeah, people might not know who he Obviously, is. Crowder's still out. Gabe Davis was a full participant today. Wanted to talk about him earlier. Yeah, let's just definitely talk about him. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds with the hamstring did not practice. Okay. Second day in a row. That doesn't look good for them. Uh, Daquan Jones was back, but Dawson Knox was not with the yeah, foot, foot and the hamstring Knox, for him. Jake Kumaro with the ankle did not practice again. Uh, Cam Lewis uh, with the forearm and knee did practice. He's a cornerback. Isaiah McKenzie with their concussion on their side of things was limited today. Again, that's the step that's that you got to take. Edmonds, yeah. yeah. Uh, Von Miller back. Mitch Morris, their center back. Uh, Justin Murray, one of the, another one of their offensive linemen with the foot, was a limited participant, as was Ed Oliver and Jordan Phillips with the hamstring. Jordan Poyer did not practice oh, wow. for the second consecutive day. Uh, he's dealing I with mean, that he's rib the issue. only remaining like leader of the secondary stable yeah. part of their back. Veteran guy. Yeah, like. yeah. So no, that's big. That's a that's a long list. Um, sounds like 
they're more banged up than the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, uh, and some of those probably have a less chance to practice than some of the guys we mentioned for Pittsburgh, namely Knox. Um, who was the other one I thought that was a little surprising? Eh, I'm forgetting. I thought my oh uh, Edmonds, they're yeah. they're Edmonds, you know, not our, not our Edmonds, they're Edmonds. Um, they, they, you know, they missed two straight practices. That's not great news. Those guys play like every snap. Right, that's a big deal for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of injuries, yeah. Of course, T.J. Watt still out for the Steelers. The Steelers now zero and seven. The last two years without T.J. Watt. Um, there, I get some stats here on the Steelers' defense with and without T.J. Watt. Okay. Uh, they're over bl- the last two years. Or yeah, since, okay, yeah, yeah, over the last two years. Um, when he's not been on the field, uh, their blitz rate with him is twenty two point one percent. Without him, it's twenty seven point five percent. That's a pretty big jump. They have to they have to blitz more to get pressure. Yeah, they do, and yet their quarterback pressure rate with Watt is thirty point five percent. Without Watt, twenty one point one. Even with more blitz, with more blitzing, yeah, yeah, less. Yeah. yeah, the sack rate nine point nine percent with Watt. Okay, which is really good. That's, that's really good. Yeah, like, Buffalo's at like over ten right now, yeah. which is rare. Yeah. Uh, without him, it's six point one percent, which is average, middle of the road. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's a monster jump, and you're still blitzing more. Yeah, you keep going back. That might pass rusher. The completion percentage with Watt sixty one point one percent. Okay. Without him, sixty four point five percent. Doesn't sound like a lot, but you throw thirty to forty passes a game, and that's a couple over the extra completions. Seven games, yeah. right, right, right. That's a bunch of first downs. That's a bunch of yardage. Uh, the passer rating with Watt eighty one point one. Without him, ninety three point one. Wow. Okay. And these are pretty obvious. Yeah. People say, "Well, it can't be just just missing him." Again, he is That's a top one. top right, right. ten player in the league who demands. If you're not going to double team him, he's going to wreck your game. And even if you do double team him, he may he wreck still your impacts. Game. It. Yeah. And then everyone else doesn't have as good of an advantage. I mean, it's, it's a massive ripple down effect. The blitzing's a, per, a perfect example. It's a lot harder to complete a cover, you know, complete passes when six men are in, or seven men are in coverage as opposed to six, and you know, uh, you can even drop eight at times with him and things like that. I mean, the ripple effect is massive. I, mean, I give Highsmith all the credit in the world. People are on him. Why doesn't he finish his sacks? He's been pretty darn good. For yeah, us, hard you know? to say. Yeah. He's second in the league in sacks. I like, know. I, I, I don't want to hear. Might want to find somebody. It might behoove somebody the... else to get there. <laughs> yeah, right, Nobody right, else right. in a team has more than one. Yeah, I don't know who else besides Highsmith's playing as well or better without Watt. Yeah. Minka is. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. But other than that, I don't know who's playing better. I mean, not many. And, again, it's just a ripple effect. Everyone's job becomes harder. He's a number one. You know, there aren't many of those players in the league where the offensive coordinator loses sleep all week. You know, it's like game plan against Tyreek Hill. You know, like how do we stop this guy? It's really hard. Uh, you sent me your stat package for Steelers.com last night or yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Um, I edited that, and it's, it'll go up on the site here uh, in the next uh, day or so. Lots in there, as usual. Lots in there. Yeah. Uh, and you made note that the Bills, I believe, attempt the fewest or the most passes of, of 10 or fewer yards in the league. I think everyone has a misnomer. Big arm, strong quarterback, chucking it all over the place. And I don't have the numbers in front of me, but the percentage or number of passes over 20 yards is very low compared to the rest of the league. And it was last year, too. Yeah. And it's and it, there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat. Um, and to your point, too, a high percentage of their throws are also within 10 yards. I mean, if you use those two barriers. So, sure, they throw deep, but it's not 
a staple of what you would like you would think. You always think, you know, Josh Allen breaks the pocket, whips his thing 70 yards downfield, and he can do that. He did that in week one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year. So I this this coming from NFLstats.com here, or their NFL stats. So um, week one, the 2021 playoffs, and then through week two. This is up to week two. Okay. He had a completion percentage of 77.5. Which is good, really good. And, and averaged on those – Passing plays of ten plus yard or his uh, ten plus air yards, nineteen point four yards per attempt. So he was that was per attempt. He was completing a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had thirteen touchdowns, one interception, passer rating of one forty seven point nine. Oh, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's a big time stats. So. The last uh, the last two weeks, uh, completing forty eight percent of those passes. Okay, averaging. 8.3 yards per attempt. He's not. Com- he's completing a very low percentage of them, so mm-hmm. therefore the the average per attempt comes down. No touchdowns, no interceptions. A passer rating of 76.6 on those. I bring that up. I, you mentioned uh, we talked a little bit about Gabe Davis yesterday. Yeah, right. He's the deep guy. He's the deep guy. I mean, right. You're 100% he's the big right. down the field receiver, and they haven't been able to get him involved the last no. couple of weeks. Uh, and that doesn't mean he can't. I mean, uh, I think a lot of people. Watched that playoff game. He scored four touchdowns. This is the next great receiver in the league. I've never been super impressed with him. I mean, that was a great game, and you know, playing with a great quarterback. Yeah, and he's the number two there. I get that, um, but they're. I'm not saying the Steelers are going to beat them. I mean, by any means. But the more I dig into their offense, it's Diggs and Allen, and they're searching for everything else. Yeah, you know, like it wouldn't shock me if they end up offering Odell a contract or. Even doing something crazy like making a trade for Saquon or McCaffrey or something like that. They need somebody else. Knox looks like he's going to be out. He's really just a guy anyway. Gabe, Gabe Davis has not been the Robin to Diggs, you know, the the way that they anticipated. He did have some ankle and he missed one game. But he's out there equal snaps to Diggs and gets like two targets a game. Yeah. He's not getting open. How about this, the, the la- this season thus far? The Steelers on passes 10 or more yards down the field mm-hmm. are fourth in the NFL allowing a 55.6 passer rating. A defense, you're talking about. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um, also, Allen ranks second in the NFL with a 121.9% passer rate or 121.9 passer rating when outside the pocket this season. The only guy who's been better has been Joe Burrow at 128.6. Okay. He also has 15 touchdown passes since 2020 or 2021 which is four more than any other quarterback in that period, when he's outside the pocket. Mm-hmm. In 2022, the Steelers ranked top five in completions, their fourth, yards, uh, 59 in touchdowns, and a pass rating of just 44.6 on passes thrown from outside the pocket. They've been pretty good uh, when when quarterback gets out on the edge yeah, of absolutely. limiting the, the damage there. Yeah, uh, and it's funny, I did a, a short podcast today just talking about some keys to the game for me. And, you know, stopping Allen is pretty close to impossible. I mean, it's a brutal, brutal chore. Uh, And a couple of things I brought up were you want the pass rush. It's less important versus, you know, Allen than Lamar or Hertz or a guy like that. But you really want him in the pocket. I mean, you, you need to have a controlled pass rush. You don't want him breaking contain. And then you're chasing them. You, you know you want them to be 
a pretty stationary target, and he's hard enough to get on the ground as it is. <laughs> and, yeah, he can carve you up from the park, pocket, too. But you don't want him breaking contain and improvising. That's when things go, go awry, to say the least. And back to your point about Davis, the biggest thing I stressed uh, on that podcast, and, again, it, it doesn't mean you still even win the game against these guys. They're a great football team. But I wouldn't let Diggs beat me. And no matter yeah. what, I mean – they're not going to have a corner, sh- you know, shadow him or anything. But his side would be really lean to. And if they nickel and dime you with Singletary and Shakir and Davis, or Davis even gets behind you, I'll sleep okay at night. But I, I want to take away Don't let what he that leans guy. On. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And-, and we saw last year how he can take over a game. I mean, he's a dominant player. But I would really roll coverages Diggs' direction. Yeah, they did that well two two years ago up there, if I remember correctly. He got maybe one catch in the first half, and then they come out in the second half and are like, okay, we're just going to throw it to him. Yeah, right, right, right. And, and you know. And dominant you know, receivers get that way. I well, mean, yeah. You still have to cover him. And you're not going to put two guys on him like he's a punt gunner. I mean, but I, I would really try to limit. I would bracket him as much as I could. With him in a big yeah. way and make over the top. Right. Or, you know, okay, you want to and... throw into that ter- into that coverage. We're going to put our best guy over top mm-hmm. of him. And if you throw one off, he's going to pick it off. Yeah. If it's off target a little bit. I sent you something from Pro Football Focus about man versus zone stuff. And teams are playing more man against Buffalo the last couple weeks, too. And I think that's a big reason why. Like, let's at least bang digs around, maybe with a Minka over the top or whatever. And, you know, Gabe Davis, to your point, he's not really a man beater at this time. Yeah. And the Steelers played a lot of man this year. They're like fifth in the in the league in terms of how much man they've used, and they, they were third this past year, this yeah. past week. Uh, how about this stat, Matt? What does people forward banking mean? At ST, it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel-good, give back, make you smile campaign that will have you saying, This is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC. Rookie quarterbacks in their first career start against top five pass defenses. This since 2010. Okay, so that's pretty decent sample size. Yeah. Six and two. <laughs> really? Six and you wouldn't think that. You wouldn't think that. I, I mention this because the Bills are the number one pass defense in right, the league. Right. Yeah, and they're top five all day long. Um, that's interesting. Especially if Evans is out and they have a couple, of, you know, the middle of the field might be a little more exposed. I would stay away from Poyer. Uh, he leads the league in interceptions. He's a great player. But I, I do think the secondary can be had if the protection If there. the protection holds up, yeah. yeah. This brings me to another thing I've been thinking about, too, is we've told you guys this for years. I mean, Buffalo is a nickel defense. You can come out and, I mean, unless you're in goal line, they're going to be in nickel. And you could have five receivers on the field. You could have zero. You're probably going to get nickel, you know, a very high percentage of the time. I might make this a Watt Gentry type of game. I've been saying that all week. Like yeah. I'd come out in, in, with three tight ends, a big package, and just okay. If you want to stick in that, especially if they don't have Edmonds, say, especially if Edmonds is out of the equation. And you, you know, you're, you know, you're they're already down one of their top safeties. Like mm-hmm. you know, so okay, you want to line up in that nickel defense. You're gonna we're gonna make these guys come up there. We're gonna make Poyer with his bad ribs come up and tackle. Yeah, right. That's a great point. I didn't even think of that. And they do have a lot of defensive injuries. I mean, a lot of these dudes will play. But yeah. If you're, if you're going to stay in nickel, uh, I'm going to get very heavy in at least 12 personnel. Or And still, their pass rush worries me much more than their secondary. 
I'm going to still max protect and take shots to Pickens and Johnson. Yeah. And, and frankly, uh, Claypool would be the one that would suffer for me. Like, if I'm in two receivers, I'd like to see Pickens out there, not Claypool. You might even see more Boykin this week out there in that package. Because of his size. Because of his, his size and, and his blocking. Yeah. Right, right, right. I mean, he can block safeties. So you're going to put, yeah, you're going to yeah. put put your best blocking group out there and say, okay, you're going to match up with us. Okay. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me to see Boykin get a few more snaps, snaps yeah. this week. I, I totally understand that. I mean, some of the, well, the, the Bills' second half stats are bonkers, their third quarter stats yeah. are bonkers. I really think you need to get up on them um, no matter what or at least establish some sort of run game going into the half, you know, because, you know, history shows. Baltimore ran the ball on them last week. They did. They did. I I think the Steelers might have some success doing that, too, especially if you're going to see nickel versus Gentry and Watt out there. I mean, you should be able to move some bodies. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the, you know, they have the number one defense in the league, obviously. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, it's a great group, but they also. No doubt quickly get the advantage of now everybody's throwing on us where we have a lead. I mean, Steelers D even over the years of leading the league in sacks all these years in a row hasn't played with a lead as much as great pass rushing. No, right. Teams yeah. Usually do. Yeah. that And that's, you know, I, I think so if, if you can do that and, and make those pass rushers play the run, Exactly. You know, make the Von Millers, the Gregory Russo's. Okay. Yeah. You want to, you, you guys are Maserati's. You want to get upfield. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we're going to make we're going to smash you in the face a little bit. Mm-hmm. And of course, that makes Pickett's life a little easier too if yeah. you're successful. Play action, you know, staying ahead of the chains. You don't want third and eight on the road in a rookie quarterback no. in a loud stadium. You know, I mean that that's exactly. Well, that's the thing you do to have avoid. to stay on on. You do, yeah, you do. And you know, hey Najee, this is why we took you in the first round. We want you to be the most physical guy out here, and we're going to put a lot of a lot of big people around you. And then we might throw screens to slow sounds, you know, and throw bombs. Well, and, boy, I'd like to see that. Yeah, yeah, some some throwing throwing nice. to the running backs will be something that, yeah. you know, we, I, I asked uh, Matt Canada about it today, uh, you know, the lack of targets overall for the uh, for the running backs. I think it's it's just 11%. Very low. Like, yeah. Najee Harris is on pace to catch 42 passes this year after catching 75 last year, yeah. 74. Um, he said, well, you know, they've, you know, they, they've uh, been helping out with pass blocking a lot, and sometimes you're a little slower getting out into your, your route. I get that. That's all well and good. Right. They're As an offense coordinator, you can draw some things up, though, some screen, to your point. Exactly. Some screens and things, and like, things that, like that. Right, right. That, that are specifically used to target, especially against a defense like this that, want, that, that, that wants Except to get upfield and sack the quarterback. They're sports cars. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, use that to the Let advantage. those guys come. Right, right, right. How many yeah. times have we seen that against the Steelers over the years where you, okay, we're going to let your pass rushers come, we're going to throw the screen. Stop it over your head. Yeah. Right, right. And that's not a super hard throw for Pickett, obviously. It's a harder throw than people think. It's a yeah. short distance, but it's a very timing, rhythm throw. No, I like that idea a lot. And, again, I'm still going to – if I'm still getting Pickens one-on-one on any of these guys. Take some or shots. Johnson one-on-one, yeah. uh, take shots. And – you know, in a game like this too, it wouldn't shock me if you see a Steelers fake punt or uh, surprise on sides or something like that early in the game. Not when you're forced to do that type of thing, because why not? You know, I mean, if you could steal a possession in the first half and go into the half pretty even, you know, you you got a puncher's chance. Yeah, and I, and I think Fryermuth, um, you know, in the middle especially of the if field, Edmonds is out. especially if Edmonds is out, can yeah. can continue to be, uh, you know, a big target. Um, you know, just continue to use that guy because mm-hmm. he wins those battles. He's been the one guy, one consistent guy offensively this no year right. that consistent. You know, is, is where he's supposed to be at. Makes the plays when you need him to make mm-hmm. the play. 
Um, and does some spectacular on top. You yeah, know, I mean, keep going, keep going above. to him. You know, if if if, if he's your your budding star, okay. Yeah, that, right, that's fine. Right, right. I mean, you know? I'll argue that there might be more than one budding star on that on that offense. You know, could be the case, be but you, more you, more you might just you'd like to see those guys. Yeah, now continue now's the time. Absolutely. Yeah, so I get that there are a lot of mouths to feed on the offense, and you can't feed everybody. Yeah, but if you draw some things up specifically. For Friarmouth, for Najee Harris mm-hmm. out of the backfield, you could make those kind of thing. You know, oh, it can happen. Right, yeah, right, right. I mean, you're not going to throw. I mean, you're not going to have 40 snaps in this game. I mean, you still have 60 to 70 probably. Right. That you can, you know, disperse the ball how you want. I'm not cutting on Claypool. I mean, I know he didn't have a great game, but somebody has to suffer. Yeah. And to me, sorry, Chase, but it's probably if you. it's you, that's so be it. Yeah. You know? Right. You got to demand the targets, especially if a Gentry or a Watt's going to play more. Um. I don't think you're divulging any secrets. If you are, just ignore me. But do you think in two receiver sets it's now Pickens? Yes. I, I mean, I kind of hope so. He's yeah. more the outside guy anyway. You know, I mean, so, and I, I'm, I think he's the more dynamic player. Yeah. Um. You know, I, and I think, you know, for whatever you want to say, he blocks. Oh yeah. You no know. question. I, I will give Claypool credit. He's improved in that area yeah. from last year. He, he didn't yeah. seem to care last year. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, if that's going to be your only job, that's your only job. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it is what it is. You're part of. We, You're I, I thought the jump ball. I, I you know. thought something that Pickett said um, yesterday when he when he spoke to the media that kind of resonated with me. He says, "Hey, I'm just out there. I'm one eleven, one of eleven, and you know, if 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 all of us do our one eleventh, mm-hmm. the offense can be successful. Right, right. Now the the quarterbacks one eleventh is a little more important. They're than not. The, a, they're all nine percent or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Than the left guard. Yeah, yeah right. But you know, don't don't ask him to do too much, Mm-mm. but everybody else has to do their job. Right, right. I mean, you're. This isn't uncommon, but Ben in his prime allowed some people to get away with bad habits. You yeah. Know? Hey Antonio, you're not going to block on this play. All right, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna make six plays in this game that nobody else can. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, so okay, we'll, we'll be fine. You know, or we're more talented than the opponent, but now it really has to be a team effort, especially with a rookie quarterback. Yeah, uh, and I think that's why when you look at that stat, the six and two against number one passing defense, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the in a lot of those cases, I would be willing to bet um, the team that won that the the ones that won it came out and ran the football effectively, they ran the ball well. and yeah. they had a very specific plan to help out their young quarterback. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Um, this is a little bit off topic, but it's you know something for a, a ray of light. I mean. I kind of think you're getting the Bills at a good time. You mentioned all their injuries and searching for a number two weapon. I mean, that Miami game had to take a ton out of them, and it showed at the beginning of the Ravens game. But that was an emotional comeback against what the world looks at as a contender in Baltimore. And next week, they go to Kansas City. I mean, if there's such a thing as a sandwich (laughs) game, this is probably as good as it gets that way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can subscribe to the Mike Tomlin Game Day podcast. Steelers Digest editor Bob Labriola talks with head coach Mike Tomlin about the upcoming game. Uh, new episodes drop every game day. And they're available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. He is my, Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this.
What does people forward banking mean? At ST, it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel good, give back, make you smile campaign that will have you saying, This is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.